Real Exam English, Season 2, Episode 4. Hello and welcome to Real Exam English. Today we're going to be talking about shopping. Love it or hate it, it's something we all have to do and it's a regular topic on English exams. You'll hear plenty of shopping vocabulary today as well as a variety of ways to express preferences. We will take a look at some differences between US, Australian and British English. And we also have speakers from Ireland and South Africa. So lots of accent practice for you as usual. In addition, we have a dialogue. So you'll hear some great expressions for interacting and giving opinions. It's quite a long episode today. So let's get going with the questions. How important is it to follow trends in fashion? It's not. It's not. I think the key thing to do is to find a look that you like and curate it, like really, really heavily curate your look. Um, myself and my wife like black. We wear a lot of black clothes. Um, it's a very, very easy thing to pull off, flattering and you know, more alternative kind of gothic things come into fashion every now and again, buy a ton of stuff, move on with your life, just buy good clothes that last and that look pretty cool. Fashion is for idiots. Do you think online shopping will ever replace going to the shops? To an extent, it has. Um, for things that aren't um, a physical experience, yes. Like food shopping, I can do food shopping online. Um, shopping for like, you know, stuff, DVDs, videos, books, etc. I can do that. Um, but shopping for more physically engaging things like cars, like guitars, artwork. Like, actually, I said books, but books as well, like the experience of playing a guitar before you buy it is vital. The experience of driving a car before you buy it, for some people, vital. Like being in a bookshop and smelling books is a beautiful experience. I know that sounds weird, but like, you know, it's a thing. So I think 80% yes, 20% no. Online shopping will never completely replace going to the shops. Just a phrasal verb here to pull off. If you pull something off, it means you succeed in doing something, usually something difficult or unexpected. For example, he knocked the champion out in the first round and pulled off one of the biggest shocks in boxing history. Do people in your country enjoy going to open air markets that sell things like food or clothes or old objects? Mm, I don't think it's that popular in Ireland, really. Um... It's, I think it's getting better. Like there's a um, kind of farmer's market near us that opens on the weekends that does a lot of uh, fresh fruit and veg and kind of um, specialist fish and meat. But it tends to be on the expensive side. And then you've got the kind of, uh, the kind of markets in town uh, in the city centre, which have been there for forever um and they kind of are much more affordable for sure but you know i wouldn't go all the way into town just to do that so i tend to shop in um 
um, you know, either the local kind of fruit and veg organic place just around the corner or in a supermarket. Like I'm pretty time uh, short on time usually, so I don't like to go to five different places to get what I need. So I tend to just go to one place and get it all. Um, you know, I'd I'd make a special trip to go to to go to a good butcher. Um, but other than that, I just go to the supermarket. But yeah, I think um, definitely outdoor markets are, are becoming more popular on the kind of um, you know the speciality kind of food thing. But they're not um, not so much clothes and kind of um, things. But I think that's partly due, due to the to the weather, you know. Yeah, totally. Uh, if it's raining all the time, uh, you know, and yeah. you're eating a soggy sandwich or whatever, it's not great. Yeah, but there's a lot of places that kind of do indoor markets, you know, kind of uh, antiques and um, different artists, like small up-and-coming artists and that sort of thing. So there's lots of indoor places that would have like market stalls set up, but not so much outdoor we had some nice plays on the word market here. We had the supermarket, farmer's markets, which are markets where you can buy directly from the farmer. We had outdoor markets, indoor markets, and market stalls, which are the little stands where the traders sell their goods. Then we heard about up-and-coming artists, which are artists that are making good progress and are likely to be successful. So, for instance, the football team has some up-and-coming youngsters that might make the breakthrough to the first team soon. Some people say we too often buy things we don't really need. What do you think? Absolute truth. The absolute truth. I am probably one of the worst for buying things that I don't really need. It kind of comes down to this whole want versus need thing. And I kind of just want a lot of stuff that I don't really need. Uh, the last thing I bought, uh, that I wanted and didn't really need was a Rubik's Cube. I spent five ninety nine on a Rubik's Cube. I've tried it twice. I haven't got near to even doing it. So, uh, not the best, uh, but that is definitely something I didn't really need. And uh, I think we, it's true, we, we too often buy things we don't really need. Do you think people should borrow money to buy something they want? I suppose there's a, there's a time and a place for things like this. So, to give you an example... Um, we th this comes down a little bit of a need. So during the Christmas and New Year period, when there's always sales on, uh, and this is showing my age off here and how unrock and roll life is, is that um, I had to borrow money uh, to buy a tumble dryer in the sale uh, because it was just over the budget that we had, but it was such a better dryer, we borrowed the money to be able to do it. So I think there's this kind of you know it's not you know, borrowing five grand to buy a holiday to go to Dubai. It's little things like this I think are I think are okay. Yet another phrasal verb here, which is comes down to. So if a situation comes down to something, then that is the most crucial thing. For instance, the success of the lockdown comes down to the public following the rules. We had some nice everyday shopping vocabulary here too, like the sales being on borrowing money, being over budget, which is more than you had planned to spend, and five grand, which is a very common way to say 5,000. 
what is your ideal shopping experience? I used to think my ideal shopping experience was like a long day at a shopping mall, maybe with a girlfriend or my partner, um, having a cup of coffee halfway through lunch, that sort of thing. Now that I have three children, my ideal shopping experience is doing it online over a cup of coffee. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I much prefer online shopping now for most things apart from clothes. Some people say we often buy things we don't really need. What do you think? Oh, my God. Totally all the time. And I know I do it myself too. So it's not, I'm not blaming anyone for buying too much stuff. But I think that we see things and go wow that's beautiful or wow that's useful or I didn't know that existed or and I think we often buy things because we think they're going to make our lives easier and they don't necessarily make our lives easier I also think now that stuff is really cheap so we don't place a value on it because it's so cheap so we keep rebuying stuff Do you think people should borrow money to buy something they want? I think the answer is probably no. There'll be some things in life that you might need to purchase where the need isn't that great uh, that you could do without but it's going to make your life significantly easier. I'm thinking things like maybe buying a car Um, but I don't think like say, buying a new outfit or, I don't know, even a new phone, really, those sorts of things aren't necessarily worth going into debt for. Okay, so this speaker is from Australia and says shopping mall. We also hear someone from the United States saying malls later. In British English, this is a shopping centre. And she also says she goes shopping with a girlfriend, which is a female friend of hers. This use of girlfriend is less common in the UK, where your girlfriend is someone you are romantically involved with. In the USA, again, they are more similar to the Aussies in this respect. Uh, We also hear quite a common way of giving examples, which you don't really see in too many textbooks. And that is the word say. So the speaker said... I don't think like, say, buying a new outfit. We actually hear our next speaker too using say in the exact same way. And you'll notice that there's normally a little pause too, like the person is thinking. For instance, I don't like computer games, but when it comes to, say, board games or card games, I love them. For transcripts of the podcast, please go to the Real Exam English website, that's realexamenglish.com, as well as the transcripts, you can find information there about online classes, whether you are looking for exam preparation classes in groups or individual classes for exam prep, general revision, business English, or just conversational English, then check out the website for more information, realexamenglish.com. When is the best time to go shopping? That's a great question. I like going shopping when no one else is going shopping. As a freelancer, I have a flexible timetable. So I really enjoy shopping 
at 3 p.m. during the week, after lunchtime, after the rush. That way you have a bit more peace and quiet. You have a bit more time with shop assistants who might be more patient with you than usual. So especially for non-food shopping, that's my favorite time to go. Is it better to go shopping alone or with friends? So at the moment, we have to go shopping alone here in Belgium. Those are the, the coronavirus rules. You can only be one person. So that's the situation. I think it depends what you're shopping for. Personally, for clothes, I much prefer going on my own because I'm quite impatient and I just want to be in and out of there as quickly as possible. But when it comes to, say, buying books or music, I really enjoy going with someone else and you can kind of discuss things with them and, and, and get their, their opinion on it. So it depends what you're, you're going shopping for. For food shopping, I absolutely prefer to go on my own as well. No interference. Get in and out there as quickly as possible. We heard a few different ways of expressing likes or preferences here. We had, I like going shopping. I really enjoy shopping and I much prefer going on my own. Expressing likes, dislikes and preferences is a key part of learning any language and is really useful both in real life and in an exam situation. Most expressions require a gerund such as I love playing football I can't stand cleaning the bathrooms or I'm keen on learning the guitar. Others need an infinitive like I'd rather drink tea than coffee or I'd prefer to go to Ireland than to England. So make sure you get plenty of practice with this type of language, particularly with prefer and rather, which can be a bit trickier depending on how you use them. Do people in your country enjoy going to open air markets that sell things like food or clothes or old objects? Yeah. So what I'm I'm noticing a trend in in malls, so to speak, um, is that it's going towards a more of an outdoor shopping experience, where like um, retail is being. There's still like individual stores, um, but they're all kind of clustered together like like a plaza if you will and then they have things like um they have things like ice skating rinks they have other entertainment like they'll have like an outdoor ice like in the winter time they'll have an ice skating rink or they'll have a bowling alley or um movie theater so it's usually involves some kind of like entertainment and retail but all kind of in the outside setting open air so the concept of the mall, like we're seeing a lot of malls just going under, going out of business um, because of these new new malls um, that are more of like open concept. Oh, wow. okay. uh, but grocery shopping, I mean, when it comes to food, we're talking about food. I think people specifically still enjoy going to a supermarket. I mean, farmer farmers markets are making a little bit of a comeback. Um, but I think majority of people still, it's just easier for them to go to a supermarket and just get everything that they need. Okay, so this speaker is from the USA and uses the word like a lot here. For example, they have other entertainment like they'll have like an outdoor ice rink. Like doesn't mean anything here. It's just a filler word. So depending on where you go in the English speaking world, you will have different filler words. But some of the most common ones are like, you know, so, right, you see, okay, and well. And it's okay to use them in an exam situation, but just don't overdo it. 
We also had a couple of great expressions here at the end to use when a business is unsuccessful and fails, uh, which were they were going under and going out of business. For example, many restaurants went under during the pandemic. Next up, we have a dialogue about shopping. So this is me and my lovely sister having a chat about the advantages and disadvantages of different ways of shopping. It's almost five minutes long in case you need a break before listening. And it features some really nice natural interaction and some great vocab too. Okay, here we go. Okay, so starting with on a website, I would say that uh, one of the major advantages is that you can see reviews of people who have bought the products in the past and you can uh, compare to other websites also quite easily. What do you think? Yeah, I think that is a definite advantage. Uh, for me, the advantage of a website has become more apparent uh, during the lockdown. Um, I particularly uh, like to use a website that groups together a number, number of local markets and you can look at uh, various traders' products and their prices and select them and buy them all together in bulk then in one uh, transaction. Uh, so sometimes with a website like the likes of Amazon, I suppose, is a similar thing. You can buy from different traders all in the one place and get a bulk delivery or a bulk um, transaction at the yeah, end. Sure, that's definitely a great advantage. And I suppose a disadvantage is that you can't try on the clothes, uh, which is something that you can do in a small clothes shop. And additionally, you can get some help from the shop assistants there. Yes, yeah. Sometimes I feel a little bit intimidated going into a small kind of a boutique style clothes shop uh, that especially if I'm the only customer in there, I feel that all eyes are on me and I can't browse and I can't look at the products kind of in um, just a casual way. I feel like there is more um, pressure on me to buy something, you, you know, but I like to be somewhat anonymized when I'm um, shopping. Do you yeah. know, I don't, I don't want I people kind of interfering with me. I completely agree with you. I suppose it's a little less apparent in a department store, but it can also uh, be the same, to be honest. You know, people can be trying to push the sales mm. uh, on, on top of you. And another advantage in a department store is that you can get a lot of different items in the one place. Like you can buy your shoes and your clothes, as well as perhaps your grocery and perfume and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, in a department store, yeah. Um, though out of all the options, probably department store would be lower down on my list. Uh, they are quite impersonal and um, tend to only stock some lines. Uh, can be quite expensive, um, which is always a factor for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I find if you shop in a supermarket, you know, like... Um, uh, a Carrefour or those kind of places um, that you can get a better value often and you're left to your own devices really uh, kind of walking around the store looking at different products uh, and I love that. I see what you mean regarding the better value but at the same time you're probably getting worse quality. And, probably yeah. And with regards to the last one a street market 
I guess one of the major advantages would be that you kind of get more alternative items that you wouldn't find in a supermarket or a department store, for example. Would you agree? Yeah, and, and, and the whole ambience of a street market and the locality of the products and the um, seasonal local products is just um fabulous i love it and i love to interact with the direct growers or um makers of different things uh and ask them about their products it's nice to be able to interact with um with those people okay so now we have to decide which one of these ways of shopping is the best for clothes if you ask me i would say that Despite some disadvantages, I would go for a department store because it's less personal than a, than a small clothes shop and you still get to try on the clothes. How about you? Yeah, probably go, probably maybe with a department store. I don't know if um, if a, a small clothes shop encompasses like high street stores because they would be my go-to really for um, for clothes shopping. Okay, so just to pick up on the phrases for interacting here, we had lots of yas, which isn't great really, but we also had a few nice expressions like, I completely agree with you, yeah, sure, absolutely, probably, I see what you mean. In terms of asking your partner, we had, would you agree, what do you think, and how about you? So we had a nice bit of variety really. And to give opinions, we had, I think, I suppose, I guess, I'd say that, and if you ask me. So again, a good range of expressions. I'm not going to go through all of the vocabulary from that chat as we've gone way over time today, but you can check it out in the transcript on the Real Exam English website. Okay, cool. That's it for today, guys. If you enjoy the podcast and find it useful, it would be great if you could like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And keep an eye out for a special bonus episode next week with tips on how to prepare for your writing exam. Okay, folks, that's it. Have a good one. Trevor. Trevor.